<laughs> Hello, Internet. How are we doing tonight? <laughs> How is everyone doing? Have a good Saturday, hopefully. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of D&D. Oh, yeah. D&D is the best way to spend Saturday. Hands down. Best way to spend Saturday. How's everyone in the chat doing? I think I saw something. Uh, uh, Rengal17, thank you for two months sub. How's everyone else doing? Good to see all those wonderful faces. Deacon's Table, Zip, Shadster. Of course, my wonderful cast is in the chat as well. So, you know, they do what they do. <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, a couple of quick uh, house housekeeping things. Um, number one, uh, thank you. Shout out to Stream Beats. We're listening to a very lo-fi Christmas in between uh, in break and intro outro kind of stuff. It's uh, DRM free music that you can use for your streams, your videos, all those kinds of things. You can uh, look it up through Alpha Gaming and Harris Heller. Uh, you can find it also on Spotify, Apple, all the places to music oh. which we will now switch over to our sirenscape which is probably the best uh library of background music for your tabletop adventures go to sirenscape.com to check them out and a shout out to DD beyond be for all the digital tools that we use including this wonderful overlay you're seeing on twitch uh to track the party's progression and see how they're doing <coughs> Um, so yeah, all the fun there. Uh, also, uh, programming, a couple of programming notes. Um, next weekend will be the finale of challenge accepted. Uh, we should be, we are going to finish out the adventure next week. So we may run a little long depending on what happens tonight. Um, so make sure you tune in and check us out for that after, uh, that are uh, going to be taking the rest of 2020 off as far as streaming and we'll be back uh, in January with the new season of Challenge Accepted uh, which we will be getting the cast together and working out the final details for that uh, Shadow uh, two, Saturday morning 10am is Shadow Watch another uh, continuing D&D campaign uh, <laughs> this morning they had uh, quite the adventure in the Underdark uh, something about some hook horrors, some intellect devours, and then coming across something really kind of mechanical and scary. Uh, <laughs> so we will see next week what happens with them in their uh, end of year finale. Uh, Tuesday uh, is Scuba and the Rye, pod, uh, is our live podcast we record. Uh, we're going to do a holiday kind of hangout, end of year hangout. Once we get through the podcast portion of the stream, where they're going to roll into playing Among Us with you out there in the community. So if you have Among Us, uh, prep that up, get that ready, because we're just going to have fun and you know just play Among Us for a while. See what happens. Um, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. is uh, Sunday with Scoob, uh, where I'm trying to work on miniature painting and playing video games. I uh, got a mini that I was going to paint last week uh, that I wasn't sure which one I was going to do, but I'm going to have it and we'll paint in the morning. Feeling pretty good about it. So all of those things. I found my brushes. I found my paint. <laughs> so 
Uh, without further ado, let's uh, get into it. Now, is there any concerns you guys have before we get into this? Um, dying. Scared. Huh? Well, let's see. Titus is scared about dying. Pearl, what about you? There's a scarab that's going to kill us. Possibly. Maze, how about you? Is there any concerns before we get into it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. It's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. All righty. Well, it looks like uh, right off the bat, uh, Titus, you have been granted an inspiration die that you can use as needed. D4 inspiration at whatever time you choose, and which is a good reminder to uh, say that there are a number of ways you as the viewer can affect the stream because you are the tricksters and tricksters always seem to make things interesting. Uh, there's a whole list of options you can pick from either using uh, bits, uh, tipping directly to the stream or uh, throwing in channel points. A uh, wide variety of things of giving heals to the characters in case they're in sticky situations. Uh, blessing the players to add bonuses to their all their die and skill checks. Adding a wandering monster, because, hey, who doesn't want to see just something random pop up and, and cause hate and discontent? Or more in interesting story. Um, all of those things. Nat 20s when we need nat 20s, because some of our some of the dice just don't want to cooperate. <laughs> I, I was trying not to call you out, but... <laughs> this guy. <laughs> so... With the hat, <laughs> we will see if the tricksters benefit. Uh, I will say that the HP bar down here that you see is reset from this morning. Uh, anytime we have a follow, a subscribe, a host, a raid, that bar goes down. And when it goes down, I throw in a wandering monster. Oh, Ms. K, thank you. I was hoping to see one of those. <laughs> We have our first wild magic surge of the evening. That's what I get for saying that we hadn't had any. <laughs> you tempt the tricksters and the tricksters <laughs> will get you. Yeah, that's for sure. Poke, poke at the tricksters. See what happens. <laughs> Suppose a thank you? Is it in order? <laughs> <laughs> we will see what happens. That being said, let's uh, bring it in for our recap. So uh, you guys have uh, been, after the recent murder, uh, you guys had uh, been doing some investigating and figured out that uh, the scrap of paper that was in the victim's hand was a part of an invitation to a gala or annual party at the Bloodhaven estate where... Uh, the lord of the estate uh, has these has these really kind of judging from the note these really wild parties uh speaking with your contacts that you've made you find out that this is typically where the elite society get together it is a masquerade ball of some type and we're going to check it out to see if perhaps the murderer you've been searching for is there you've gotten a look at him as far as you could as far as you could tell so you have something to go off of when you were when you went back to, when you went back to the lodging house to rest up after a harrowing evening of adventure, uh, Auntie, the sweet, wonderful uh, uh, house 
house person, who, who kitchen staff, who's been so kind to you, ha apparently gave you something that you realized too late was not so good for you. And uh, unfortunately found yourselves in the icy embrace of death. Just to wake up a little while later in the sewers, met up with an individual named Soto, who, as you saw him, his form constantly shifted from one person to another and then back. It was kind of like that. If you think of like, uh, like a pixelized type of uh, figure, every so often it's clear, but then it pixelizes and looks like someone else. Uh, who he also, as a means to encourage your assistance in retrieving the knife, which coincidentally is why you were impaired on to begin with, has placed a beetle of some type on your chests. The beetle is mechanical and arcane in nature, and he has threatened you with that if you do not do as he asks, by the time, by the end, by a certain point, and retrieve the dagger. He will activate these beetles, which will, for all of intents and purposes, instantly kill you again. So, not exactly fun. You crawled out of the, you climbed out of the sewers to get your bearings, and then realized you were being, and then realized that you were being stalked, and then chased, and then herded by a group of archers due to a wonderful wandering monster build uh, purchased from the from the tricksters, as well as a swarm of jackalwares which you've come to realize have been have infested this city as well as uh, these shape-shifting creatures uh, have also have penetrated a, a good portion of the city in running and dodging and incidents with a balloon pack and <laughs> some clever uh, parkour through the alleyways you found yourselves in a, in, in a carriage house on an estate uh, going through the carriage house, you found in the kitchen a icebox with severed hands and limbs and other uh, rather ghastly body parts from the various, you assume, is from the victims. Confirmed, because the hands are actually were the fourth victim's hands. So, and then uh, searching the, house, searching the uh, carriage house, you had moved up into the second floor, wandered into a bedroom where you found a young lady dressed in a Victorian-style nightgown with a silver chain binding her wrists. She was in hysterics and pleading with you to release her so she could so she could get away. You undid the chain and as soon as the chain came off of her wrists, she started to pop, to morph and turn into a hybrid wolf creature and is starting to lunge at you. So we will kick this off with initiative. So, Titus, what is your initiative roll, sir? Ah, that's a solid eight. Alrighty. Off with a bang. Pearl? That's a six. Ooh. Maze? Eighteen. Alright. Uh, Maze, what's your dexterity modifier? Good question. Plus three. Alrighty, so, wait, 19, alrighty, so Pearl's got hers in, Titus is in, and Maze, 
Alrighty. Going right in for our map. Here we go. Top of the initiative order is Maze. So this wolf hybrid creature comes loose and starts to lunge at you. What do you do? Um. Oh, I pull out my silvered uh, rapier. All right, and before you before you roll that dice, it looks like you have been gifted a natural twenty. Oh man! Oh, oh, oh. oh man! Thank you, thank uh, you, thank you. So you yeah, have a natural twenty on your next dice roll. You want to swing? Want to swing? It's going to be a natural twenty. Roll that crit damage. That is a ten. Is any... Oh, well, I guess I should have said I was going to use sneak attack. That's all right. Um, he's... They're not really in melee. I mean, you move... You can... You you move into... You would move into melee. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But there's so, yeah. no other ally around you, so... But since you're at the top of the order, I believe that still qualifies. Yeah. Oh. So you can go ahead and add in your sneak attack. I, sorry, I had to work through that in my head. Gotcha. That would make it 15. Wait a minute. What's your sneak attack? Yo, so... 2d6. It 2D6, was 5. So, 12 plus, so it's max dice plus what you roll. Oh. That is uh, that is the way we do crits. Oh. So... 18. 1. 33. Mm. And 5 is 38 points of damage. 38 points of damage with a silvered rapier. That is going to hurt. Yay! 38, right? Yeah, I said 38. Uh -huh. Alrighty, so real quick, Maze wastes no time, lunges in there and gets a solid hit. You hear the, the, the creature howl in pain as you've delivered a brutal blow. Alrighty. Brings us to its turn. <laughs> and it's gonna turn around and attack you because you're right there. So, yeah. In its hybrid form. It has no weapons, so. Alright, first one is a claw attack. That is going to be a 16 to hit. That hits. Alrighty, and the second one is a bite attack, which is a 12 to hit. That misses. Alrighty, so the claw attack comes in. Alright. Alright, so that is nine points of slashing damage as the creature comes around with its claws and scrape and, and makes and attacks you as you stab it with your rapier. And you hear a, uh, and a thud as Maze hits the ground. Oh. oh, Maze is down. Alrighty.
such a good start. Yeah. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do now? Well, I have a uh, a crit on my next turn, so gifted from uh, the tricksters. Alrighty, let's check that out. Yes, Titus gets a crit on his next turn. I'm seeing it. It is there, and Titus, you are up. All right, so I will move into melee Alrighty. and uh, will attack with my uh, silvered dagger okay so it is a uh, a d4 so four plus the d4 right so that's four plus five and I'm going to add my divine smite Alrighty. And that is uh, 2d8 uh, radiant damage. Alrighty. So that's so. 16 plus the 5, and then the 2d8 rolled, right? Yep. So, yep. So 16 5 is 21, plus 5 is 26 damage. Alrighty, how do you want to do it? Um, seeing uh, what has just happened to my good friend who uh, so bravely uh, floated me to safety uh, just moments ago, uh, I uh, will come in with my dagger and just lunge it under the, under the chin and uh, pull it out. So you, you want to flurry, you come in there, dagger goes up, and just goes through the bottom of the jaw up and then it just starts to go limp and falls down and reverts back into this young woman. And Maze is unconscious. Okay, and um, I will, um, if I if I may, um, I mean, are we, can, are we done with the initiative now? You right now you're in a lull, so you have you can make uh make actions. Uh, okay. Technically, it would be Pearl's turn next. Okay, we'll let Pearl go and then I'll go. Okay. I have a potion. Should I use it on her? Uh yes, I think that would be wise. Two D four plus two uh maze. Okay. Alrighty, so we got that one. Thank you. Looks like uh, inspiration to Pearl. Ooh. And a natural 20 on Pearl's next dice roll. Thank you. And a gifted sub. Thank you very much. Keep working nice. that HP bar. <laughs> I don't know about the HP bar, but it's great you're doing that. Everybody, 
guys. So what uh did Maze get her HP? I did. I got ten. I rolled awesome. Yes, and uh, Zip gave me inspiration to use at, at a point I see. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, we all know what she did. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So I will try and make use of that. It's really hard since we're already beat up. Yeah. Alright, so Pearl is back up and uh, no longer fighting death. Alright. Uh, Maze, uh, how, how are you doing? Better than I was a second ago. You you still need some, some healing? I mean, I could use some. Okay, I will um, give you, I'll give uh, Maze one of my uh, potions of healing. Alrighty. Ooh, I will chug it. And 2d4 uh, is 5 plus 2, 7 hit points. Nice. Um, thank you. Feeling much better, Titus. Thank you. And she'll do a little curtsy bow. <laughs> if it wasn't for it being that we only have so much time, I would say we need to rest, but hey. Yes, we don't have much time. Nope. Alrighty, so what do you guys wish to do? Uh, I, I want to inspect the, uh, the recently slain lady. Let's see, is she she's still breathing? Or she's She's dead. dead. Okay. Um, does she have anything on her that would um, give us a clue, or was she truly? Uh, truly she was truly like... wearing a nightgown. Uh -huh. Had no pockets or anything. No, okay. no information on her. The only other thing is the silver chain that mm -hmm. was taken off, I believe, with a expertly used mage hand mm -hmm. from a distance. <laughs> Speaking of the uh, chain, can we take it with us in case we need it for something else? <laughs> it is silvered. You certainly can. Yay! That's a great idea. Where should we carry it? So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's it's not a very long length of chain. Probably uh, maybe about four or five feet length of a uh, silver chain. So it'll probably get you probably about twenty-five to forty gold. Depending on how you uh, you can sell it. Cool. Hey, you want to hold on to it? Ah, uh, sure. I'll put that in my equipment. Alrighty. Oh, and a gift from the tricksters. Ooh. Oh, and uh, Hales uh, Maze gets another D10 of healing. Ooh, where are you guys? Yeah. Spoiling us today. Thank you. Alrighty, so let's get that table up. Uh, Titus, go ahead and roll a d100. Right. You will find this item in the room. Cool. 31. 31. Alrighty. 
Alrighty. You find a little sack uh, on one of the uh, on one of the dress on the dresser. Uh, inside is a reddish brown dust that could be sprinkled over any edible substance. It is called dust of deliciousness. That's great. <laughs> greatly improve the flavor. The dust also dulls the eater's senses. Anyone eating food treated with this dust has disadvantage on wisdom ability checks and wisdom saving throws for one hour. There is enough dust for six servings. Wow. Yeah, that's not going to get anyone in any trouble. <laughs> I want to roll insight on that one. I, 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 I'm, I'm doing a call back to Critical Role. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, a, in an episode of Critical Role, Jester, having this dust, sprinkled it on a cupcake and gave it to a hag and convinced the hag the hag was her bestest buddy. Wow. So yeah, nothing could ever go wrong. All right, is there uh, anything else in the in the room? Um, any other doors or passageways out other than when we came through? Um, no, the only uh, there uh, are a few windows, mm-hmm. but the windows are all um, they're all kind of a. Uh, the way the the way they're constructed is kind of like a, a lot of Victorian a lot of windows in that time period. There's a latticing metal grate work that uh, the glass is kind of embedded into, mm-hmm. and it's like sealed. It's it's sealed shut. No matter what you do, you can't get the windows to open. Um, but other than that, the only way out is that door that you came into the bedroom with and to the bedroom from. Okay. And there's a you know standard four poster bed in there. Couple of dressers, little little vent, little little like dressing table to stand at. Okay. Um, I will uh, say to Pearl and Maze, does it like there's anything else in here for us? Maybe we should head back down. Well, there's still a few more rooms on the second floor you can look through. Oh, um. So as you come back onto that landing, you see there's a hallway with uh, two doors that leading into looks uh, appears to be two more rooms. Okay. I'm trying to remember which way we came in here. Oh, there we go. So we'll just kind of keep through that. Uh, we're kind of keeping through. So, all right. Where's the uh, door? Are right in here? Yep. There's a door there, and there's a door here. Okay. We'll go um, north. Plan north. Okay. Uh, there we go. Go through the doors. Yay! All right, looking in this room, 
This appears to be a study. The room is furnished with uh, Devon's chairs and small tables. A few animal trophies are mounted on the walls. Heads of deer, water buffalo, and other herd animals. A small shelf holds a few books. None of any, none, none of any particular significance. Uh, the skimming through the the books, uh, most of them are about hunting and works of fiction. Uh, both, uh, and also a few nonfiction type books. Okay. Um. Uh, Pearl, roll a d100 for me. The uh, the books of fiction are they um, uh, are they about any type of rare folklore or anything like that, or is it just kind of mundane fiction stories? Um, there's a little bit about fantastical beasts, um, various things like uh, tales of of, lo- of monstrosities of the abyssal plane. Um, none of it. I mean, it's it's almost like the ramblings of someone who has who's not really sure what's going on, or mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. Uh, some of the stuff, like there's a couple entries about were creatures, and you're you read that and you're like, yeah, no. Any Ill, a, a, any child in Barovia will tell you that doesn't work. <laughs> Okay, so evidently not a, a good source material here. Um, not right. a whole lot. There are a few other ones, but there, but the some of the with a few other books that are more more studious in their writing, more of a nonfiction, where it's like, okay, if you want to stalk a pack of wolves, you've got to track X, Y, and Z. Oh, Titus, where'd you move? Oh, I thought I saw Pearl run up here. Yeah, well, she's in the room. Not supposed to be leaving the room, but. Oh, okay. Right on the edge. Alrighty, I, Pearl, what'd you get on your D hundred? Uh, forty-two. Forty-two, great number. Okay. <laughs> uh, Pearl, as you uh, search the office, you find a pair of spe- a pair of spectacles, <laughs> and they look oddly familiar. And as you kind of draw Titus's attention, he looks at, hey, hey, those look like mine. <laughs> and you get a pair of eyes of minute seeing. Wow. Yay. Only your lenses are kind of have a different tint to them. His are, his are kind of a bluish tint. Yours are more of an amber. <laughs> wow. That's great. All right, Maze, you're next. You. Now I can match you. So I pull my, I, I pull my, let's see, I can, now I can match you. Mm-hmm. Pull him up onto her head. Kind of like, where am I like that? So I'm many great things one. can happen with Seeing them standing face to face, both with the glasses on, just staring <laughs> at each other. Just. <laughs> uh, and Pearl, you get another, uh, you get another inspiration die that you can use. So you have two D4 inspiration dies you can use at some point. Looks big. Another uh, another bits cheer, but I'm not sure what it's for. It's uh, 
party 1000 gift from the tricksters from maze uh, looks like maze is that a is that a a reward for maze to find something uh-huh it looks like it yeah uh mizic uh yeah i see that um go ahead uh maze and uh roll a d100 tell me the result now 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 pearl's like i want to see if i can find anything else and she starts knocking all the books off just slowly I did not get a 42. It was a 26. <laughs> 26. Alrighty. Then she starts enjoying it too much and she's doing the whole cat thing and like slowly pushing it off the shelf and enjoying it. As you, uh, as you look about, you notice on one of the stuffed deer heads, there appears to be something hanging from the antlers. It is a a circlet or a crown of some type made of uh, kind of very uh, simple materials. It is called a crown of the forest. While wearing this crown, a character automatically fails any intelligence check made to see through an illusion. An illusion that touches still has its true nature revealed. However, a character wearing a crown has such a strong sense that the illusion is real that they might not know which of their senses to believe. If the crown is in close, uh, closely examined by a character, um, so. uh, second part saying a wisdom check, but I already told you what it was, so there's no point in making you do that. So a crown of a, a crown of the forest. Wow, that's great. <laughs> Alrighty, so you're in the study. Um, anything else you guys wish to do in here, or is it moving on to the next room? I I want to uh, tell Pearl to please stop knocking the books off the shelves. We've already made plenty of noise. We don't want any more attention. There's definitely one left. Don't push the last one off. Can I put the crown on Pearl's head and tell her I'm a bunny? And see if she'll follow me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you ha you'd have to you'd have to put it on her head, and you'd have to cast minor illusion or some other type of illusionary magic to make you look like a bunny. I totally have that. Spells. <laughs> minor illusion at will. Oh no! All right, uh, give me a sleight of hand to see if you can put it on her head. Pearl, uh, go ahead and uh, roll a perception, as you're so intent on these books. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, I... That one. Uh, wow. It's a six. Yeah, I got a thirteen. <laughs> All right, so you, so so Maze goes to, or uh, so Maze goes to put the. And, uh, put the crown on Pearl's head and Pearl kind of sees you and is like what's that? Ooh, pity. What are you doing? It's a crown. You want to wear it? Why? Because it's pretty. It'll make you look pretty. Er. Inside? <laughs> the 
Deception. Right, roll an insight. Uh, Maze, roll a uh, deception or persuasion. Your choice. Persuasion. <laughs> All right. Man, this is just not in my favor. <laughs> Two. <laughs> yeah, I got 16. Yeah, you're not quite convinced that the, 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 maybe she doesn't have some ulterior motive. steps away <laughs> maybe another time and then finishes stuffing the last book off <laughs> alright so now you've thoroughly trashed the room knocking everything <laughs> off every table we're the heroes right I just I'm pretty sure they already know we're here because they drove us this direction so I don't really care <laughs> alrighty <laughs> She likes to knock things off. I mean, you're playing. You're you're playing to the character. I, there's nothing I can actually say. Actually, her flaw is to knock random things off. This is what she does. Alrighty. So, what do you do next? So, there's uh, two other doors to go through. Uh, you've come back out the door at the door at the end of the hallway, uh, leading back into the hallway, and then there's a door that at the end of the hallway that leads into another room. Okay. I, okay. Does Pearl goes in? There's a corner. Look around the corner. All right. As uh, you guys enter this room, there are dozens of trophies mounted on the walls in this room. Most of these trophies are stuffed human and demi-human heads. The collection also includes a werewolf head, a goblin head, an orc head, a were-rat head, a full-size stuffed ogre with a raised club stands in the northeast corner directly um, direct, or in the corner. Uh, there's There's a door that leads to a small closet. You have a door that leads to a small closet right here. There is a large stuffed ogre with a club over his head up here. Mm -hmm. Very first question. Or statement, maybe? They're really talented because somehow they kept the werewolf staying a werewolf after it died. When all the ones we've done, I've always turned it back into humans. I don't know how they did it, but that's cool. Yeah. That's probably not the words that I would use, but I do understand your point. <laughs> it takes talent, I would think, right? Either that or they're not dead. Uh, I want to uh, do a quick perception of the room uh, to see if, in fact, all of the animals, other than the, the mounted ones, um, that they're all actually dead or there's no other creatures in here. Um, yeah, you can totally do that. Okay, well, a nat 20. I feel like it's wasted, but a nat 20. Every head in here is 
taxidermied, stuffed. I mean, you, as you go and you kind of closely look, you see the eyes are replaced with like uh, polished stones, typical of taxidermy. The uh, the all their mountings and whatever you see, there's actually like layers of dust on a few of them. Um, the 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 orc one is, I mean, it looks barely there, but you can definitely tell it's been uh, full on uh, preserved. In, the, in that battle stance with the uh, club. But there doesn't appear to be anything living on the walls. Okay. Um, I'd just like to say I'm looking with concern towards Pearl and looking around to make sure there's no tabaxi heads. Or should I be more concerned if there's not a tabaxi head on the wall? I think both are legitimate. Column A, column B. Yeah. Um, so is there anything in this closet space? Are you going to open and look in the closet? I will open and look in the closet. Alrighty. I don't know that I'll go in. Well... We'll say that I'm like basically in the doorway looking. Alrighty. Um. Um. So you open and look in the closet, and I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, I knew it was a mistake. All right, wisdom saving throw. And I am going to use my D4 inspiration. Okay. Oh, still not enough. Nine. No, that's a fail. Uh, you uh, feel yourself uh, as you look and see a pair of eyes and a and a glint of a scimitar. And as you see the eyes, you feel your size get heavy. And you f collapse and fall to the floor asleep. Oh, that's nice. Here. It is. I know tiny rooms are nice and cozy and good spots for naps, but this is not the time for naps. I'd respond, but I'm sleeping hard now. Yeah, he is. He, you, you guys hear him kind of thud onto the ground. And stepping over him, in coming into the doorway is a is is a figure with a scimitar, lashing out at you. We will resume where we are in initiative. <laughs> <laughs> with, uh, with his turn, because <laughs> he was right there, so uh, he will slash at Pearl with his scimitar. That is a 17 to hit. That hits. Alrighty. So. so. And I will utilize one of. Let's see, that is four points of slashing damage from the scimitar. 
Alrighty, that uh, brings us to Titus, who is currently unconscious, so he cannot do anything unless someone wakes him up. Which brings us to Pearl. I'm mad at it. I, I'm going to slash at it with the, my silver dagger. Okay. Which I like to I'll do that. That is a 22 to hit. 22 to hit. Still have a net 20? Me? Yeah, or did you use it already? I know. I didn't okay. Get it. Trying to remember. I believe you got one. I know Maze and Titus got one. I don't know if I did or not. I don't remember. I would have read it. Yeah, I would have read it off and pulled it out of the channel reward. Alright, so yeah, 22 to hit. Definitely hits. Roll for damage. Oh, she did get one. Thank you, Cesari. So it's an at 20. So roll that crit damage. Okay. Then that would be um a so 10 damage with the dagger. Alrighty. Takes that hit. Okay. Anything else you wish to do? That's all I really can do because everything else is not magical or uh, it's not so good, so all I can really do. Alright, Maze, you're up. Alright. Let me check something here. Can I Ooh, I do have a dagger. Up? I just thought of that. Can I kick him to wake him up? Hmm. You attacked uh you you're the monk, so you get to you you get to the fury, fury of blows. So if you want to do that to kick honor. Titus, yeah, just an honor, honor strike was my bonus. Just you know, kind of. All right. To Good luck, wrong. Titus. Yeah, you are. You done that to me before. It's a natural crit with an unarmed strike. Uh, maybe not. Maybe can not. Just, can, I, can I like just shove him? You know, I'm not trying to actually hit him. I'm like shaking him. Like, I'm standing there, I stab, and, like, shake him with my foot. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not actually hitting him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll let you, I'll, I'll let you kick him awake and he, he and say, and save him the blow, because you're in, you're, you're, you're considered a deadly weapon, so you got to remember that. <laughs> he is. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I won't let you, I won't make you roll crit. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if you hold, if you pull it, then it's like a point of, of bludgeoning damage to yeah, Titus yeah. and he's idea. knocked away. Enough to wake him up. I mean, I would think with me being, you know, skilled with my punches, I'd be able to pull my own punch, right? Yep. You still cause one point yep, of one bludgeoning point. damage. <laughs> is it enough up. to wake me up? Yeah. All right. I'm awake. Not the place to sleep right now. Nice for later, but not now. Maze, you're up. Um, oh, she has a nat 20. Ooh. Yes. Uh, yeah, because I know she used one. I didn't. I don't uh, know if I saw her getting a set. Yep, there it is. Maze awesome. has a nat 20. Yep, we are going to uh, silver drapier with sneak attack 
right? I'm right yep. there. There are friends yes. all over the place, so yeah, you can totally get in there. So 12, 20, 23 before I roll. Yep. How do you want to do this? Wait a minute. Oh, it's already dead. I hadn't even rolled yet. That's just okay. my Trust me. crit it, image. Oh, you, no. you said silver rapier. It's a crit. You, you know, all right. It only it, it only had it only had like eight hit points left after the first hit. So yeah, you 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 you, you, you oh. tell me how you end this creature's uh, poor existence and poor life choices. I slash it through the knees and push it over. <laughs> all righty. So yeah, that ends things. It's it's there. Uh, as it hits the ground, it starts to shift its form into that of a uh, uh, of a jackal, which you guys have seen quite a bit of of recently. See what I mean? How do they do that taxidermy thing? Because they always change back as soon as you kill them. So I don't know how they do that. Magic. The magic man. That's okay. I uh, stand up and did I did I miss something? <laughs> you missed that you found a really cozy closet. Was there anything in it? That thing. That is no sleeping on the job, man. Uh, so, looking about the closet, you also see uh, it contains various pieces of hunting gear, a quiver, arrows, a green cloak. Nothing. Uh, nothing. Nothing. Uh, nothing really unique. Just basic hunting. Hunting stuff. Right. Well, um, Maze, do you want to grab any of that stuff? Um. Maybe we can sell it if we survive. Sure. Okay. I just start grabbing. Uh, yeah, you grab a, a green cloak, pair of boots, quiver with a with a full quiver and a, a and a and a bow. Um, it's probably a short bow. I hope so. Well, short bows and long bows are two different things. So we'll say it's a short bow for hunting and whatnot. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so I, uh, I like I said, I stand up and I leave this creepy closet <laughs> and uh, say maybe we, we go together and look around the rest of this room. Oh, I thought we were done in this room. Sure. Can I go ahead and put the green cloak on? Yep. Is it small enough for me? Hey. It's, I mean, it's a little big. You're a, what race are you again? A gnome? Halfling. You're a halfling. This yeah. is something for like a medium sized creature. So as you put it on and it, you, you kind of swim in it. And as you walk, there's like this train of cloth that follows you about. Oh, I'm fabulous. I love it. Yay. It's a very, it's, it's a very pretty kind of a forest green color. You know what Pearl would be doing right now, right? Chasing the trail of and like jumping on it. Of course Pearl would. Why would Pearl do anything different? <laughs> it's there! It's getting dragged! I mean, come on! 
You're playing puts a paw character. on it and I go fleeing backwards while I'm trying to walk. I see it now. Maybe it's not the best place to be wearing that. We maybe bind it up a little bit or put it away so we uh, don't get snagged on anything. <laughs> That's fair. Um, so I want to go check out the stuffed, um, you said it was an orc? Yep. Alright, I'm gonna go, you said it was up here? It appears to have a club raised over its head, like it's going to strike. Um, you're gonna go and take a look, go ahead and roll an investigation for me. Alright, uh, I get advantage, right? Uh, if you put on your eyes of minute oh, seeing, then yes. Of course, of course I'm gonna course put on do. the eye. I see him do that, I, and I copy him because I had some. Because I want to copy him. <laughs> okay. Wow. Alright, let's see if the next one's any better. <laughs> 13. Alright. Uh, with a 13, you uh, looking about, you see that the there's a seam around the arms, and as you kind of go about it, you notice that the it looks the way the way he's kind of had his arms up. Um, it looks like the arm the arms move, and do you pull on the arms? Um, I step out of the way and um, inform the rest of the party that it looks like these things move. So uh, be nope. ready. Right uh, here out. I pull on the arms. All right. You uh, are you in front of the in front of it when you pull the arms? No, I'm not. Okay, I'm off to the side, pulling on one one of the arms. I as you kind of pull down, it it seems to be a little stiff. Mm -hmm. Um, you realize you kind of have to get a little closer for an angle. Go ahead and give me a strength check. Um, athletics or just straight strength? Just uh, strength, straight strength, Jack. Okay. That is a 17. All right, so you kind of get in there, and after you force it, the arms come down. And as the arms come down, the floor gives way. The floor on which I am currently standing? Yep. Dexterity saving throw. <sighs> Can I try to catch him, too? Uh, please do. That's a nine. All right, Pearl. Uh, uh, acrobatics, <laughs> I believe, is your dex. Dex? Yeah, yeah, acrobatics, yeah. All right. Acrobatics. 22. Okay, so as, as it comes down and Titus realizes he's falling... You reach over and grab him just before, just as he gets about midway, and you kind of hold him. And looking down, uh, you see a pile of hay at his feet, and you hear horses clopping their feet and wa winning a little bit uh, around Titus. As you kind of kind of look about uh, real quick, you see there's a pair of horses in stalls. And the hay beneath you. 
Wow. So they they were sitting there waiting for somebody to fall in so they could carry them off? You get the sense that this was probably a, a quick exit from the second floor to the first floor and oh, that the okay. hay is in a strategic spot to cushion the landing. Okay. So not nefarious, but just a backup plan. Yeah. It's okay. Okay. While I'm holding on. Yeah, if you were to let him go, he'd fall like five feet and be fine. Yeah, okay. I know. That's why I'm asking, because I don't know if she, would she be able to see this as she's holding him? Yeah, she, you, you're kind of holding, and as you're kind of looking down, it's, you kind of have him, and, and, and he kind of can do the whole kind of look about and kind of get an idea that looks like a horse stall is below. So you, you let him go. So, Titus, uh, you feel Pearl let you go. And you drop into the hay. And as you kind of stand up and and dust yourself off, you see you are in, uh, in, in the, in the, uh, horse stalls. And there's a a low wall that, uh, is, is on the backside, uh, uh, on one side where you can see the horses and you see like some hooks on the wall with some, with some riding tack hanging from it and a door, that's got that classic split uh, way that leads that leads out. I'll run over and stick my head in the hole and go. You okay down there? Can I push her in? Uh, give me a sleight of hand check. <laughs> and. Do I sleep. need to roll like a, a uh, Arcana or an Insight or something? Say, is this the real Pearl or we got a doppelganger on our hands again? I don't know. Right oh, now, this is a sleight of hand versus Maze's perception. That, that's an at one on my end. Yeah, Maze, you, you notice Pearl tries very, very badly to position herself behind you. <laughs> what are you doing? Fine. And I'll just scoot all the way around the hole to where she's not behind me anymore and I look at her. <laughs> and then I'll take out my broom of flying and javelin it down towards Titus so he can get up back through the hole without having to split the party and him walk around. <laughs> oh, I thought we were all going to go down because we're already done with the upstairs. So. Oh, are we? Yeah, you've searched the upstairs. Oh. oh, then cannonball. I jump in the hole with Titus and hope he catches me. <laughs> Titus, do you attempt to catch her or do you just let her fall into the hay? I stand aside. So you give the impression that you're going to catch her and then as soon as she bundles up, you go, nope. (laughs) (laughs) And she hits the hay and there's little little bits of it kind (laughs) of... Yay! I get to do it too, right? Certainly Come on down. The hay is fun. She doesn't wait. She just jumps. So she might accidentally land on me. <laughs> You've never seen a halfling move so fast before in your life. <laughs> Gone. Out of the way. Mm-mm. Uh, okay, so um, Maze, give me a dexterity saving throw. Oh no, it's a nine. 
so you get down there and as you kind of stand up and, and, and start to wade out of the hay, you hear Pearl. You look up and you see Pearl, but you're just not quite fast enough and she clips you as she comes down because And a lar and, and a larger pff of, of hay <laughs> and straw bits and yeah, dust kind of like pop up into the air. I feel like I'm being dragged down a ball pit, <laughs> and I just can't get out. <laughs> so now we have maze. Pearl, Titus. I'll remember that, Titus. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone can see. Here's your horse stall. There's a couple of couple of couple of the stalls with the little half wall and the little door little doors. See the one door that lead that uh, leads opposite of the horses. The door that leads opposite that leads out of the this area is to the south. Yeah, uh, at the end of the hall, at the end of this little hallway, you see a window that's uh, barred and closed. Okay. You said there were horses in the horse stall, right? Yep, two horses. Okay. Uh, so as we get to the door, I say, uh, ladies first. As you uh, exit out of the uh, exit out of the bar uh, exit out of this side, you see the portcullis that has fallen down, or has come down, and you see the door you guys went into, and a big set of double doors still uh, shut. So the, uh, I'm trying to get a sense of where we're at here. Okay, I see the portcullis doors. How smoky is, is, is that room? This is the one that we put stuff and burned it in the, so, is there smoke in this, this part where the portcullis is? Or, like, is um, not a whole lot. I mean, there's definitely that odor of, of, of cooking meat, cooking rotten meat that you can smell um it's not as bad it, it, it's pretty it's pretty noxious but it, it's not terrible uh as far as where you are in relation to the source of it okay and we go yes all right so as you go up to that set of double doors and try to open it they don't budge. Okay. 
aren't you good at opening doors? Maybe. Can't summon my little mage head. Give it my thieves tool and send it on its way. Okay. Is there lights? Um, as you cast the mage hand, go and roll a d100 so we can get that wild magic out of the way. <gasps> oh, I forgot, oh, about, I forgot that. about that. I didn't. I I'm, didn't. Glad I <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm glad I stepped back, man. 22. 22. Alrighty, a twenty-two. Alright, a twenty-two. Creatures have disadvantage on saving throws against the next spell you cast in the next minute that involves a saving throw. Oh. Wow. So you don't really notice an effect per se. But as you kind of go with the, the, the one that the one hand with the one thieves tool kind of goes over and kind of sticks it in. And it doesn't appear to be unlocking. Which you know, Thieves Tools typically requires two hands. <laughs> can I walk over? Well, nothing happened, right? No traps went off when it tried to do it? No, not that you can tell. All right, I walk over there and do my right. thing. As you fiddle with the lock, no matter what you do, you're not hearing the tumblers change. You're not hearing anything that seems to be giving way. I don't think that we need to make any more noise than we've already made in this house. You can certainly try. What is the what is the door? What's the door made of? Uh, a very uh, a thick uh, kind of uh, dense wood, hardwood. Uh, maybe um, go and roll an investigation check. I'll get really close. <laughs> With the glasses? With the glasses? Or, or, and, or, or, and squint? Or, yep. Who I'm so glad I have an uh, advantage. That's a whole lot better. 14. 14. Um, it's definitely a hardwood. You think maybe oak or um, maybe even like a like a maple. Um, but it's uh, it's it's in really good condition. It's really nice. Nice craftsmanship. And uh, what about the locking mechanism? Uh, standard. Uh, it, as far as you can tell, looking at it, it's standard uh, kind of a, a iron cast uh, lock. Uh, with a keyhole and tum and uh, and whatnot, but from what you can see, it's it's secure. Um. All right. So I don't think that I don't think that we can break through this door without creating drawing a lot of attention to ourselves. Uh, perhaps there's another way. Have we, just... the, um, have we gone in this uh, lower building on the right, you know, around the stairs? Have we gone in here? No, you haven't gone into that room. You went into the kitchen, went yeah. right up the stairs, into the bedroom, got into a fight, yep. trashed the study. 
can keep wandering around, I guess. All right, so we'll head head up into this room. Uh, okay. Um, we were. Oh, he's pulling out a book. We were outside for a second, right? <laughs> Shouldn't be. You should be inside the uh, inside inside the house. Oh, okay. Room number four. Oh man. Why is he pulling out a book? Because I'm gonna read a description to you. Oh. <laughs> As you guys uh, come into this room. Mm-hmm. You see, uh, coming into this room, you see a it look. It appears to be a dining room. There's a long table in the center. Um. Stretched out on the table is a corpse. It lies in a bed of in, on a on a looks like a, a bed of leafy green garnish. The throat is a mangled mess, and there's dry blood all over the body. Uh, the left arm is partially gnawed at, but otherwise the uh, corpse uh, appears to be intact. Now, Steve, this is the the room in the uh, upper portion or no, the southern? Is... Okay, so, okay. Want to make sure I was in the right room. Yep. Yeah, you were in the kitchen where you found the ice box and the and the and the bit. Yeah, I'm having trouble getting through the door for some reason. Ah, I went yeah. through the windows. I can fix that. I found out I could get through the window, so I went like this, and then I went like this to get through it that way. Yeah. Gotta block those off. That's okay, though. <laughs> I was just scooping around. Yep. So, coming into the coming into the room. There we go. Yep. So, as you come in and come around, you see, and there's a door at the far end. Okay. Um... Is there any other furniture or any other anything else in the room besides this gnawed up corpse on table, the table? Chairs. Looks like it was set out for like a like an evening meal, and the corpse is lying there. Mm. Can I pick it up and put it in the stove? The corpse. That way I can't use it. You, you certainly can try. I don't um, think they're using it for anything but eating it. Just in case. I'm a little paranoid right now. A little paranoid, okay. Um, I uh are you are you making moves to to the uh corpse now? Uh I will uh say I I really don't think that hauling this corpse to another room and spending the time putting it into that little wood stove is the safest idea at this moment. Uh, whatever chewed this thing up is still around here, I'm sure. Let's deal with that first. Can we just kill them? There's two thingies up there. I, I don't think that that was all. So do you go you, as you as Pearl heads over to the corpse and 
stands there next to it while uh, having this conversation. Maze, what are you doing? Um. No, man. Can I walk over and look at the corpse? Like, do I recognize them? Have we seen them around? Um. Roll a uh, roll investigation. Oh man. I'll I'll want to as well if that's okay. Scoot. Sure. Ooh, not twenty. Twenty-six. Uh, I won't waste my time. <laughs> so we'll have uh we have. So is this about right? Pearl and uh, Titus on one side, Maze on the opposite side, or all three of you on the same side? Um, I will, I will be on the side that Pearl is on. Okay. There's a reason. I don't know what it is, but there's a reason. <laughs> uh, Maze, you don't recognize uh, the figure, uh, the the corpse. Um, but as you kind of get in close, it pulls out a meat cleaver and swipes at, at Pearl. <laughs> okay, uh, at disadvantage. <laughs> Let's see. That is... I used my inspiration that I was gifted. To give me nineteen, uh, nineteen to hit on Pearl. That hits. All right. Let's see. Told you we should put it in the stove. The four points of piercing damage, and I need you to make a Constitution saving throw. That uh, actually succeeds the saving throw. Alrighty. And with that, we'll uh, kick off another initiative. Alright, rocking the eights again. Titus has an eight. Pearl has a what again? Ten. All right. Let's see how. Uh, 
All right. Maze, what'd you get? A seven. Alrighty. So here we go. That was the surprise. Uh, top of the order is the creature. And uh, he's going to swipe at. He's going to swipe at Maze this time. So, uh, and your aura, and looks like she's just. Your aura is 10 feet, right? Titus? Um, for protection? Yeah. Uh, it is only 5 feet. Alright, well it looks like she's just outside of that. Mm-hmm. So, two swipes with the meat cleaver. One is... A 19 to hit. The other one is an 11 to hit. First one hits. First one hits. Okay. That will be five points of slashing damage. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Um, that would be a 17. Makes the save. Next up is Pearl. Okay. Um, oh, Maze, you have a nat 20 on your next uh, dice roll. Yeah. So, I'm going to hit with my quarterstaff first. And see how that goes and see if that goes anyway. Uh, that's an 18 to hit. 18 does hit. Roll damage. That's five damage. Five damage. All right. And then I follow it up with a uh, an arm strike. Okay. Twenty to hit. That will hit. Roll damage. Four. All righty. Okay. Next up is Titus. All right. Um, I'm going to. Uh, move um, just slightly. Okay, so you're not the head of you're kind of at the head of the table as it's uh, getting itself right. up. Right, and um, that will allow me to give my protection uh, to both of them. Okay, and I will uh, strike with my uh, silver dagger. Ah, 11 to hit. All right, Pearl, you have a nat 20 uh, waiting for you. Yay. Sorry, Ty, to say that again. What was your to hit? 11. 11 does not hit. Okay. Uh, then I... Um, that'll, that'll end my turn. Okay. Maze, you're up. I... Uh silver drapier okay nat 20 alrighty so that will be uh, 
and sneak attack because they're around it, right? Yep. 41 points of damage. Nice. Oh. That is a solid hit. God, I love that sneak attack damage, man. All right, it's its turn again, and it's going to make its two attacks uh, at Maze because that was a serious hit. So first one at disadvantage, misses. Second one at disadvantage is a, ten, is a 10, so I imagine that misses as well. It does. All righty, Pearl, you're up. Did I, could I, I tell that the uh, attack worked okay? Yeah. And I am going to use my quarterstaff again. All right. And you have a nat 20 on this hit? Yep. So that's nat 20. Um, and that will be... What is it before you roll the dice? Before I roll the die, it would be an 8 for the quarterstaff. That, that's enough. That kills it. Alrighty, so that ends that creature. As it kind of, kind of, kind of shifts its form, you see the the meat shift its form back to that elongated, uh, purplish blue skinned creature with the uh, proportions that are all kind of we uh, incorrect. They're the, kind of there for a humanoid, but they're not. In the, they're a little off, and you see the meat cleaver kind of shift into a dagger. Start double tapping all of these things. Um, a dagger? <laughs> Can I inspect the dagger? Sure. Done rolling in, in investigation. Oh, that one makes it a seven. <laughs> It looks like a plain dagger. Uh, <laughs> really can't tell much anything else about it. Yep. But I, I mean, did this transform into the same sort of creature we've been fighting out in the city streets? Uh, yeah. It looks very. It looks like a. a it's a dead ringer for the same kind of creature you've seen before. Okay. A couple so of I times have, now. I, I have a really good idea about the dagger and all of that, based on previous investigations. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and after that, Pearl doesn't care anymore. She's going and putting it in the, in the stove because she's mad. Alrighty. What do you guys wish to do now? Um, how is everybody? Uh, you need healing? Are we okay? I'm bloody. You're bloody. Do you have any more healing potions? No, I'm out of healing potions I gave me. Alright, I will give you my last healing potion. Alrighty. And that is uh, so it's 2d4 plus 2, right? Yes, standard healing is 2d4 plus 2. Alright, so that is 8 healing. 2 point counts. And... Um, I will go ahead and uh, take the opportunity to uh, give you five additional HP by laying on of hands. Okay. You get to choose. 
choose how much land Hound has, right? Yeah, so mm-hmm. you get to choose up to your max as a paladin. Right. Because I only need four more. There's you only need what? I only need four more to max myself out. Okay, then I'll give you four. Alright. Um, is there a second Wild Magic Surge? I did not see a second. And Lay on Hands uh, doesn't quite qualify to my knowledge. Because otherwise the Smites would count too. Nope. I don't see a second Wild Magic. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, the wild magic was when uh, Maze cast Mage Hand. It was basically uh, any creature that had a saving throw against a spell would have disadvantage. It only lasts for a minute. You're correct, oh. Chili. Sorry. <laughs> Talking to the tricksters. Don't mind me, I'm just nuts. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right, so we'll... We'll start heading uh, heading out the uh, south end of the building. All right. As you come up to that door and kind of push on it, it doesn't give. Mm. Hmm. Uh, Maze, do you want? You frustrated. <laughs> huh? Mind helping us with this door? It seems to be stuck. Do you want me to push it? Is it locked, Scoop? Um, it appears to it. it uh, roll investigation. Okie dokie. I will look very close. Mm-hmm. Oh, my, mimics you. <laughs> my rolls today. Eight is the high one. Uh, since I'm mimicking him, can I roll? <laughs> No, he's got advantage, so it's I can't you can't double the advantage. Unfortunately, I meant like because he because I'm mimicking, but can I investigate as well? Oh yeah, yeah, he totally. Another wild magic noted. Yeah, it didn't help much more. I got an eleven with advantage. Um, far as you guys can tell, the door is secure. Um, can't really tell much beyond that. Looking at the door. I'm about to kick it. What do you want to do? And that is um, did we see any other doors in this building that we haven't gone through yet? No, you've gone through all the doors. Okay. Uh, the doors that you can't go through seem to be locked. All right. Well, I I feel like we've searched everything we can search at this point. I know. Uh, I, I know we've probably not seeing all that we're going to see in this house, but or that might be waiting for us, but maybe we try and force our way through this one. I kicked the door. Okay. Gonna uh, roll, an, roll an attack on the door. Whoop. 22 to hit. 22 totally hits. Roll damage. In the door, I guess so I'd be on there. Yep. Only like five damage. Okay. <laughs> yep. You, you you get in your stance and you go and your your fist connects with that door and it 
it's a good impact and you feel your hand as really kind of hurting because this is another one of those really well-made oak doors um it does budge but also slightly and you said the windows were the windows are all sealed uh you go to try and open them they don't open and they all have this lattice work of glass and iron okay to say otherwise, I could just throw a chair through it or something. No. Um, what about where the horses were? Uh, there's no other door. A... There's no other door out there. there. There's spot for the horses to be led out, which you guys walked through. But there are no other doors leading out. Uh, there's the portcullis, the big double, double, double door, and then this door that you guys are in front of. Those are the only, the only those are the only ways out of the carriage house. Um, the, the windows in the, uh, stable, were they also iron lattice? Yeah. And they appear to be closed. Um, all right. Uh, is there, so there, this is all they have is just tables and chairs in here. There's nothing else in this room. No, nothing else Uh that you guys have noticed to, that draws your attention. Okay. Um, is there like a lever or something that's holding it shut, or is it like a, a actual lock? Or... Um, roll an investigation. Oh, that we're doing so great with that one. I will try. Uh, I will try. <laughs> Remember, if you have inspiration dice, you can't use them. You have been given two of them so far. That's an eighteen. All right. Um. You don't see any levers or whatnot. You do see some, you do see latch, you do see like the ironwork of the, uh, of the doors. Um, and as you're kind of looking through the window and kind of really kind of like up against the glass, kind of looking through, you can see that on the back side of this door, there's a huge chunk of wood that's just barring the door closed from the outside. Could I try to pop the hinges? Like take possibly leverage with uh, like a chair or something to kind of stand underneath it and then like push down on the chair to pop the hinges. Um, looking at the gap at the bottom of the door, it's not big enough for you to like put the leg of a, a wooden chair in to try and do that levering, leveraging. Like against like you know because you know how sometimes the hinges are sticking out, you know about that far out, uh, depending on what side it's on the door. Um, and you can kind of like uh, brace it under the actual hinge and just aim from the hinge itself. Um, the way these doors are construct, the way these hinges are constructed is they're the two barrel and the mm-hmm. pin that goes through. You actually have to lift the whole door to pop the pin. Okay. And the gap, like like I said, the gap under the door isn't quite enough for you to get any get a, a chair leg in to lever to try and leverage up. The hinges probably are too strong to just break with like an attack with my quarterstaff or something. I'm sorry, say that again. I said the hinges are probably too strong to be broken with my quarterstaff as I hit it. Yeah, these are like wrought iron hinges. I mean, you'd have to be like. It would it would probably damage the quarterstaff before it would actually damage that. Most prob most problem probably. But looking through the other window, you notice that the big barn, the big double door doesn't have a barricade across the back side of it. Um, what's something that 
I can try to kick that one. <laughs> I think we're out of options otherwise. Let's let's head back if you folks are ready. Okay. All right. We're going back through. And I will try to kick. Not my not punch because it hurt last time, but kick. <laughs> okay. Door. So hopefully it'll be at an angle that even if it does hurt, it's not as bad. Okay. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, uh, 18 to hit. That will hit. Six. Yeah, you, you, you kind of steady up and give it a good solid front kick, and it kind of just just a tiny bit, but the locks are all still holding fast. Can we all like push on it together? Or, like, you know, kind of do like a running charge and shoulder it? I mean, it might hurt, but we might get through, maybe. I don't know. Is there like because um, like in this little portcullis area, there's a roof, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you looking up, it's like the you, you see the roof of the the second floor extends over. It's tall enough for a carriage and horses to come through. Um, stables on one side, the rest of the the uh, carriage houses on the other. Question: Are the second floor windows barred with the iron? Yes, all the windows are the same type of construction. All the windows do not, not appear to open. Because you know, they're second floor, maybe they wouldn't have done it because they don't need to because it's higher up. But... Hmm. Is the lock where we can like try to uh, like uh, jam something into it and try to break it? Or is it on the opposite side? No, the lock. There, it, it's a it's a double sided keyed lock. I, um, I, I find it difficult to believe that these, all of these doors and windows have been locked like this without a key on the inside to come out. Mm-hmm. Unless this there's a key, a there's a, there's a key, uh, key, the lock on this double door is, does have a keyhole in it. I'm just right. saying that the, the, the keyhole is on both sides of the lock. Right. Right. Um, that one thing that we killed that put Titus to sleep, did anybody check it before we left? I don't remember. No, uh, you were, you, you investigated, uh, the dagger, but failed. Not that one, the one oh, that not that, the other sleep one. in the closet. The uh, the um... No, all you did was loot the closet. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we have to go. Pearl will run all the way back up, just really fast, just whee, and run all the way up and check the body. Go ahead and give me an investigation check. <laughs> Remember to pull down your little spectacles and kind of adjust them. Uh-huh. Push them up on your nose a little bit. 
All right. Uh, he's he's got clothing on. It's just the uh, his body kind of shifted into that uh, that hybrid kind of ja- that kind of a jackal uh, type creature. So the clothes don't aren't quite there. But rummaging through the pockets, you find an ornate looking key. Mm-hmm. Yay! And runs back down. Okay. Look what I found. All right. Try, out, try the key in the hole. <laughs> Push the key in, turn the key, you hear a click, 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 click. And the door unlocks and you can uh, push it open. I am ready uh, defensive action. <laughs> um, as you push the doors open and step through, you see this huge single story manor. All the lights are on. There are shadows of people through the windows. Um, you you hear orchestra, some or some orchestra type music uh, coming through, um, and it, the the house the house is kind of up on a on a on a, on a li- lifted up, kind of like it has a, like a, a space lifted up about f- uh, five feet off the ground, but it's a single story, huge mansion. It, as you look at it, just like. Your field of vision is like end to end is this uh, house with the music and the people uh, through the windows. Ooh, pretty. And that's where we're going to take a break. (laughs) As you see, uh, a party seems to be in full swing. So uh, thanks for hanging out with us so far. We'll uh, take about five, ten minutes to get up, stretch, refill our drinks all of those things, and we will be right back. So don't go away. And we're back. Thank you, everybody, for being patient. I hope everybody got a chance to refresh their drinks and stand up and stretch around. (laughs) Hope it's been going well so far. So. um, Didn't see any questions. And I don't think my question bot is working right. I have to get with Saladin about that. So. Hey, Titus, an inspiration for you. Cool. Is there anything else I missed? Uh, real quick. Running through. Ms. K, thank you for all those bits. You just keep on rolling with those. Jessafar, thank you for bits. I mean... A lot of bits, a lot of, lot of fun. Thank you everyone for donating bits and, and uh, channel points. Yep, yes, there's a, you. looks like you got another. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Titus, uh, uh, did, uh, this was from about 20 minutes ago, so apologize. Uh, it's a little late, but you have a nat 20 on your next skill check. Oh. oh. Which you will get to use, and uh, yep, got that wild magic surge. Thank you, guys. So, marking those off says, I told you, and there's a wild magic in the wings in case it's needed. But uh, coming back in, you guys are uh, coming out of the carriage house and seeing this huge mansion uh the yacht the the grounds are are manicured and looking good uh there's uh rows of trees lining the uh the walls as you look about you see that the walls surrounding the estate are roughly 15 foot high 
thick stone. Uh, you hear uh, uh, kind of a steady, uh, uh, a, qua a, qua a somewhat steady stream of carriages uh, on the other side of the house. So it gives you the impression that you're on the back side. As you're looking, there's this huge kind of uh, sets of uh, windows and uh, glass doors up on uh, like a terrace that this path that you're standing on kind of goes toward and angles around to the back side of the terrace and uh, kind of continues to wrap around the, uh, the house. Alrighty, I can do that. Earl, go ahead and roll a d100. Eighty-two. Interesting. Thank you, Mizzik. Um, this is a Sakoan uh, worshiping statue. A skillfully scar carved from sandstone. It's a one-foot-tall statuette. Depicts a shark twisting or through the water with its mouth open. A tiny sea-dwelling animal within one inch of the statuette's mouth. The shark flashes to life and deals one piercing damage to it. The shark can deal damage in, in this way no more than once per hour. So as you're kind of, you see this little little statuette that kind of catches your eye, just draws you to it. The gift from our Twixters on that one. Curious little item. Called again, so I can put it in the Um, Sekoahin, S-E-K-O-L-A-H-I-A-N, Worshipping Statuette. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, this would probably be a good time to take a short rest, uh, if you guys ch choose to before, uh, progressing. So the, the carriage house is fairly stable. Oh, looks like, uh, Maze gets to roll a hundred while she's taking her short rest. And I'm gonna roll. Thank you. Got a 74. 74. You guys are giving us all kinds of uh, gifts today. Thank you. Thing? Uh, this is called a pressure capsule. The small capsule is made of beeswax blended with sand and a variety of uh, and a variety of enchanted water plants. A creature who consumes the pressure capsule ignores the effects of swimming at depths greater than 100 feet. Oh wow! That'll be good if we ever go swimming really, really deep. Never know. We'll see what happens on the next one. Titus, go and roll a d100. Oh, okay. Let's see if we get something else that's sea-based. 
Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. <laughs> yeah. 60. 60. Uh, you find, uh, you find a, another key, uh, in the grounds right there outside the carriage house. <clears throat> the key is, uh, fairly, uh, fairly kind of ordinary looking, except that in the handle of the key, there is a question mark. Mm. Uh, it is a mystery, mystery key. The question mark is worked into the head of this key. The key has a 5% chance of unlocking any lock in which it's inserted. Once it unlocks something, the key disappears. Oh, nice. Alrighty. So, taking your short rest, when you take a short rest, you can use any hit die that you have. You have a hit die per the number of levels. It's typically the same die you use to roll your hit points. You can use uh, any number of those you wish to use to regain any hit points. Uh, you can also, in, D in your D&D Beyond Sheets, go in for a short rest, click on that. I believe now it tells you all the things you'll recuperate. Um, and uh, so if you have any spells or abilities that refresh on a short rest, that would be good. How do you guys wish to proceed? <laughs> so the the trail that we're on goes Leads down toward the house and then, and then turns and goes parallel with the terrace and kind of works its way around the house. Okay. Uh, to the front side, you kind of get the impression that you're on the back side. Maze, you can confirm this being at seeing these structures. Uh, in the area, from a couple of the man couple of the various manors you've visited, working with Alan, as well as just this is how the city city uh, builds their builds their uh, upper upper society houses. Is there a back door? Uh, you see on the terrace there are several uh, several doors, kind of large glass patio doors, and through them you see people are moving back and forth. There appears to be a party in full swing. So, decently easy to kind of slip in unnoticed them. Since they're all kind of like busy doing the partying. Or would it be too obvious? I can't quite hear you, Pearl. You have to speak up a little bit. Um, I said, uh, would it be easy for us to slip in unnoticed with everyone being so busy? Through the back door, or uh, how, how um, I mean, the doors are open. People kind of wander in and out uh, from the night air. But okay. uh, take uh, go and give me an investigation. Okay. Uh, this is further than a foot, so you can't use your your nifty glasses. You see that they're kind of in, uh, they're dressed and they, they, they have masks and they come in and they go out. I have a mask. 
um it's like got more than one level to it's a single mansion, story right? but it's raised up roughly five feet but it wouldn't do me any good to like hop on the broom and go around and see if i can peer in any of the other windows that we're not seeing uh you could i mean you'd be kind of conspicuous flying about on a broom just don't don't cackle you know Man, I mean, hmm. um, is uh, so the way that it's raised up, does it look like there's like it's room for a crawl space or that it's just right now it's kind of solid all the way around? Like, uh, it's okay. like this is the, the foundation that the house was kind of put on, and uh, you it's a set of stairs leading up to the terrace, the terrace has the uh, railing around it, it's okay. all kind of fan. I mean, you can definitely tell this. They took time to build this, right. even though it's dark and the light spilling out from the inside is illuminating a good portion of it. Uh, are there any carriages that are not currently occupied along this uh, this path? From where you guys are, no, there are no carriages. It's pretty much a straight line right to the house, and the the uh, the path for the carriages kind of lead around. Talking with, talking with Maze is kind of is like, all right. So yeah, there's the front gate, and then carriages would come in, and then they would come around, and then they would kind of come around and go into this into there. But all the and all the comings and going would be on the front side. Mm. I'm just gonna put my mask on and see if I can uh, integrate myself into the crowd. You wanna walk up and walk up and walk onto the terrace? Okay. I can't be as well disguised and, and inconspicuous as, as you, I'm sure, will be. Uh, I, I don't I don't think that, that this would be very good. I'm certain we would be noticed. Could I? Uh, uh... Uh, take a piece of material and kind of tear two holes in it and put it around his face so he has a mask. Yeah, you can certainly do that. Yeah, I started doing that and then kind of, kind of try to put it on his face and tie it. There you go! Do you let her do this or do you stop her? She's mostly harmless. <laughs> so, I let her do this and I just, I ask so this piece of cloth completely hides the paladin armor and the sword. That's your that's your disguise. Right? So I'm I'm disguising she, myself. She 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 uh, for, uh, I didn't hear uh, from what I heard it sounds like she took a piece of fabric, folded it over and then put it around you. So as she put it around you, she didn't really, it didn't sound like she cut isolates. So you're actually no, kind, of, kind of blindfolded right now. And yeah, as you're standing she, there and kind of go, is this me? Yeah. <laughs> no, I did actually say I was trying to put holes in it, but yeah. Okay. So you kind of rough with a finger, with, with a claw kind of. <laughs> so it's like, you have this little piece of fabric with these little tears for eye holes <laughs> wrapped around, wrapped around your face. And you yeah. start another one for Maze. So I, 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 I pull it off 
and and say I'll I'll save this for later in case I need it and just stows it in his pack. Okay. And if we're going to do this, let's do this right. And I cast disguise self. Alrighty. Cast disguise self. What are you what are you doing when you cast disguise self? Describe it to me. Oh man, what do I want to look like? I can get a little bit taller. So I'll be taller. So okay. I'm like four foot. <laughs> and is it just a What's... self or can you cast it on other people? Um myself. Okay. And does it change your attire as well? You make yourself, including your clothing, armor, weapons, and other belongings on your person, look different until the spell ends or until you use your action to dismiss it. Okay, so you cast that, and um, do you base it off what you see on the terrace? Uh, yes. Go ahead and give me an investigation check real quick. Ooh, net 20. You see they're in formal attire. I mean, the big formal dresses and clothes and with the masks. So you see that and you're like, I got this. <laughs> and as you cast it, you're, 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 you, you, you have a mask that appears, your clothes change into that of formal attire. And then roll that D hundred to see what the wild magic table decided. And like, yep. <laughs> and, and I don't like this. By the way, since I saw her do that, I do have a dress. It's not like a really fancy one, but I do have a dress. So while we're in the house and stuff, I'm going to switch to a dress so that way at least it looks kind You're going to try and make yourself look like what's based of being based on seeing what she kind of turns or starts to turn herself into. Yeah, go ahead and do that. And then <laughs> um, Maze, what'd you get on your D100? 83. 83. Big money, big money. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, I didn't. Each creature within 30 feet of you takes 1d10 necrotic damage. You oh, regain no. hit points equals to the sum of the necrotic damage dealt. So I need you to roll 2d10. <laughs> I rolled a d10 twice. Actually, no, just 1d10. Just roll 1d10 and tell me the result. Seven. Seven? Yeah. So Pearl and Titus, you both, as she, as Mace turns herself into this, into, into this formal wear uh, individual, you guys feel suddenly sick and you see these black tendrils kind of crawl up on your body and each of you take seven points of necrotic damage and Mace heals herself 14 points. happened before the short rest yeah <laughs> sorry i look fabulous though <laughs> she has no idea this happened she just oh she does this and she just has that full-on cinderella moment with a with a, with a rag turned into spin. the dress and she just feels like a million a million bucks and you guys just feel horrible for a moment as it subsides 
I, I, I say I think I'm going to be a little nauseous. Ugh. Now, question. That cloak we found that was on my person when I cast that spell. It now is a it, it, it is a tailored fit. <laughs> but I wasn't wearing it, though. Can I pull it out of my bag? And Oh, did, I didn't know you put it back in your bag. As far as I know, you've you've had this thing on the entire time. Oh, well. Never mind then. (laughs) So, yeah. It's a, your clothes are tailored, fitted. They look, they look amazing. You look like you uh, belong in this party. Uh, Pearl uh, is obviously going to go change into her, into her dress and uh, try to make herself look, look, look presentable. Uh, go ahead and give me a deception check. put the uh makes yourself look as close to, to, to how uh how cleaned up maze looks now um and you think you did a very good job you're not you, being from the monastery and whatnot you're not quite used to these types of uh events so you're just kind of best case interpreting how she looks and trying to make yourself look similar I'll look over and I'll be like, if anybody asks, Titus, you're my bodyguard. I was just going to say that. <laughs> Pearl, you. Your servant. I wasn't going to say that. You're my, you're my friend that I brought to the party with me because she's never been one bef- to one before. Okay. And if I'm playing the part of the, uh, of the bodyguard, I will put the mask back on with the two little finger cut uh eye holes and uh because i i I want to i'm I'm at a masquerade party i will make an effort fair enough Alrighty. um yeah i'm glad i yeah we're uh got the lo-fi very lo-fi christmas it's a party so we'll call this uh we'll call this a holiday party This is the music you're hearing coming out coming out of the uh, mansion. So yeah, and, and there's uh, another one on the another one on the table. Hopefully, we'll see if we get to it. All right. So how do you guys choose to enter? Do you try to enter through the terrace, or do you kind of work your way around front and kind of walk in the front door? How do you how do you guys want to do this? I'd say that. Um... I think entering through the terrace is going to draw more attention than the front door. Do you agree? Do they have a doorman? Is he going to be like checking Checking. his list? Maybe checking it twice? Um, (laughs) well, as you, as you come around to the front, you see the huge wrought iron gate that signifies the entrance to the, to the estate is open. And there are carriages coming and going. Um, there are a couple of couple of couple of people kind of standing there to greet, but it looks like you, people come and go. 
think of it like any other any other kind of a big party event where nobody's really caring about the uh, a list, but there are people coming in and out because you know it's it's the who's who. It's like it's expected that you show show up. So kind of deal. Do we want to go through the front? And Maze is loving this because she's a foot taller right now. And so she's working it with that dress all the way up through there. All right, like she's so, supposed to be here. So do you come around the east side? Do you, are you just following the carriage path around? The, as you do mm -hmm. that, you come around to uh, kind of the first. Uh, the, there's two foyers and a main entrance. Um, people are coming and going. Uh, you see the west foyer seems to be a little less uh, heavy in traffic. Uh, it's a simple, it's a kind of a simple structure with columns that are holding up the roof and there's stairs that lead up and a door that leads in. I would say take the, uh, the less trafficked, heavily trafficked one. Uh, Scoob, is any of this on roll twenty, or is it all theater of mine? Oh no, the map, the the there's a there's a there's a there's a basic map on roll twenty. I have you at the first foyer to kind of work on your way in, and I will uh, show the viewers this wonderful map that uh, been worked on. Still a lot, there's still some more, but you know, very sense of scale on the map. Kind of gives you an idea that this is a huge mansion to kind of come into so you guys are coming in on this uh this side right here okay there's a like i was saying it is a foyer that's the east foyer um some columns holding up a roof and a stairway that comes in with a set of with a set of doors Maze, uh, you'll be taking the lead, I presume? Um, unless you're checking out for danger in front of me to make sure nobody's trying to get me, that's acceptable too. Okay. <laughs> Maybe have him in the middle in front of us and us two behind him? Or something kind of like that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Maze, right. are you seeing your uh, yourself on the roll twenty map? No. Bottom right corner. Well. Oh. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> all right so you see this foyer there's some uh some plants and some statues and the columns coming in 
and you see another set of double doors that lead in, that lead down, that uh, are somewhat ajar, leading into another uh, into a hallway. So I step in to the room. All righty. assuming it's filled with people just um going in and out yep there's uh it's a crowd it's good it's kind of crowded with a variety of people You have this door, you have this uh, hallway that you see that kind of stretches out uh, abound. Uh, broad hallway floored with uh, scarlet carpeting running from end to end. There are plants and statues and paintings lining the corridor, mounted suits of armor, um, and uh, displays of weapons that hang along the walls. All right, Mace, Pearl, let's let's keep moving. Sounds good. All right. Um, is there anything, um, any any other doors, or just this uh, area to our left here? Uh, you see one door on the side there that leads into another room. Mm -hmm. But the hallway kind of goes up and then turns to the right mm -hmm. or turns to the left and uh, continues down. Uh, if you want to look into that room. Um, uh, this is a this room is a parlor there. It recreate it has the uh, as you kind of look in, it has the atmosphere of like this tropical riverbank. There are these huge palm trees and and shrubberies and greenery and kind of you kind of get the kind of get the feeling that it's I mean it's very strange kind of environment because Barovia is very kind of dark and, and and whatnot. This is very bright and colorful. There mm -hmm. are like uh, color. There's uh, vividly colored birds kind of perched up. You hear all these very various sounds of them as they're kind of just. Uh, Hanging out. The room's quite bright. There are a few people kind of milling about and coming in to and from. So you just picture there's a steady flow. There's like several people that are coming around, walking around. Mm -hmm. I would, um, I would whisper to, to Maze and to Pearl. I think that whatever we're looking for is not going to be in the, parlor or the entertaining halls we can look but i think that what we seek will be in the back of the house you leave let's get there quick so we can stop it do you want to look in the parlors or do you want to keep moving keep moving okay yeah all right so we'll continue down the hall. Mm -hmm. 
And as you turn the hallway, you notice there's a set of large double doors that are open in. And this is where the majority of the music is coming from. And as you kind of poke your head in, this is where the conglomeration of people are. Um, it does. It's very sparse in its decorations. Um, there, there's a elegant. There's a giant chandelier in the center of the room that's casting light all about. Um, the north wall looks is, is the uh, is the is the uh, the doors and then the patio doors and the windows that that you guys saw as you were coming up. Um, this is where the majority of the people are are hanging out. And, and um, standing there, and you see uh, several hundred people all dancing and, and milling about, eating hors d'oeuvres, and kind of, kind of just taking in the taking in the party. At the far end of the room is a is a kind of is a bearded man in elegant attire. He is, seems to be at seem, seems to be the focus of attention on that end. Um, wearing white gloves, uh, he climbs, he, he steps up onto a chair and you hear a hush settle over the, the ballroom, the mu the mu you, you see the orchestra, the musicians stop for a moment to kind of give him, you get the sense that this, this, this is somebody of importance. And he sits there and he holds up, he holds up a glass and he goes to my dear friends, I need no introduction. But some of you have attended my annual party for the first time and thus may not know me. I am your host, Sir Edmund Bloodsworth. Sir Edmund raises his glass high and makes a toast. To a long life to all of us. I hope that we are always able to enjoy the bounty of life as much as I have enjoyed having all of you here with me on this festive occasion. Um, do I see, um, are there any like, um, uh, servants, people busing, are there other tables in here or is it all just standing room? It's mostly standing. There's some tables along the side, but you mm -hmm. see, you see, uh, some servants with, uh, platters with, uh, some with, some with, some with glasses of, of wine. Mm -hmm. And uh, what I, others with glass with uh, hors d'oeuvre platters. Mm -hmm. um, anyone, uh, anyone standing around Bloodsworth, or is he just kind of standing up? Uh, he's got himself? a bit of a crowd around him as he's standing on the chair, looking about, the, looking about the uh, the room with his with his glass and drinking it. There's some huzzas and 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 some uh, salutes to it. And uh, uh, he turns and he kind of, he, he kind of, you see his gaze kind of pan around. And as it comes to where the three of you are standing, he kind of stops, looks at the three of you and kind of smirks. Uh, each of you roll a, roll a uh, investigation check. I don't get my advantage. Well, some of you have now. I think so. Oh, I do. Ah, yeah. So I guess that's a nat twenty. I'll mark off my list. Alrighty. I got a thirteen. 
Okay. 18. All right. Pearl, you're taking in the entire sight of everything and you're seeing him and it just kind of looks, it's like all these people in fancy clothes and you're just kind of like, okay, I don't see what the big deal is. Hey, something about him kind of catches like the fact that he's smirking and he look, seems to be looking at you guys, attracts your attention. Titus, you're looking at him and the smirk and it dawns on you. You've seen this guy before. The previous night mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. In a darkened alley. Yeah, this is the guy. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, this is the person you're looking for. Um, I relay that to the party. Tell them this is the guy that we saw in the alley. This is the guy we've been looking for. With all this crowd around, I'm not sure what we can do at this moment, but that's him. I'm sorry, Pearl. What's that? I can't hear you. Is it? Uh, uh, I said, go play with all the ribbons. There's all the dresses and things. Yeah, you know, pretty good. So no. he. Just, so when when Titus tells you who this guy is, you're just playing with ribbons. I'm wanting to, and I'm trying to contain myself. Because I'm trying to listen to him, but I'm like, but, but. I'm reaching out. <laughs> On task. On task. <laughs> Remember the mission? Remember the thing that's kind of sticking in your chest? I pull out Fritz. Yay! And take one of the ribbons off. Well, no, I can't do that. I hand her Fritz. <laughs> I take one of my ribbons out of my ribbon ball and tie it to, to its tail really gently. Yep. <laughs> She's trying to behave, but she really wants to touch the ribbons. She's playing with, with Fritz. Titus, did you happen to notice? Does he have the dagger on his person? Uh, did I see the dagger? You can't see that um, from where he's kind of there, but it's that he the the moment he's looking he, he looks at you he does the smirk and you kind of have that realization of who he is mm -hmm. he starts to step down from his chair and kind of, he, you, you, he starts to starts to move through the crowd i place my hand on my long sword just yeah. getting ready all right I try to track him, you know, keep an eye on him. Uh, obviously, he knows who we are too. But you know. all right, so he. Uh, so what do you guys? What you're standing? You stand there, put your hand on your long sword. Earl, you're trying to kind of watch him. Maze, what are you doing? Hiding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So Pearl, roll a roll a survival check. Maze, roll a stealth check. Uh, Eighteen. Okay. You see, you you see him step down. You see him kind of uh, move around a couple of people, and then you see him exit. 
you believe you see him exit a door on the far end of the ball, uh, where close to where he was standing on the chair. And I kind of usher them towards that door. So yeah, so we'll, we'll follow. Try to follow. Obviously, it's probably a trap, but hey, you know, what you gonna do? Something doesn't feel right about this. Yeah, it's probably a trap. Mm-hmm. Every person we've seen since entering the carriage house has been someone else. All of them are probably someone else, too. Yes. So, couldn't he be someone else, too? Yeah. It's likely. So, do we follow him or don't we follow him? I don't see that we have a choice. We need to get the knife. Ready? So how do you proceed to start your following? I grab a, uh, 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 well, I, I guess I'm not really that high up. I was gonna say I was gonna dance with Titus through the hall because I don't know if they're, are they dancing in this in room or what yep. are they doing? The mu- as he steps down, the music starts to back up. People start dancing. So uh, I, I, grab, I grab Titus and try to dance him towards the door. You're okay. gonna dance with a paladin. Okay. Trying to blend in, man. Yes, the guy in full armor. Yep. Clink, 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 clink. You're the only guy in the party. What am I supposed to do? Dance with? I guess I could dance with with uh, Maze. <laughs> well, you know what? That's great. Both of you roll a performance check. Actually, no. First question, Titus. Do you let her lead you onto the dance floor? Yes, because if I don't, she's going to do something else that might be just as dangerous. All right, both of you roll a performance check for me. Or one can assist the other and that and one person rolls with advantage. All right, I'll, I'll assist. Okay, Pearl, performance with advantage. It didn't help, but I got 15. You've not seen this style of dancing before? It's very foreign to you, but you are definitely into the whole uh, trying to mimic others. So it it's a little clunky, unpracticed, but you do kind of fall into the circle of, of, of things as you kind of do your best to mimic the dance, uh, the pair of you. Um, and you do work your way across the ballroom to the opposite side. Maze, what are you doing? I'm looking at those two in astoundment, and then hiding. Could you still hide in her like path? Oh, she sat there and was like, (laughs) I mean, yeah, I rolled an eight for stealth, so I just walked out the dang door. (laughs) Nope. Oh, you you walked out the door. You came in. No, I walked towards the door. I'm not dancing or anything. I just walk straight towards the door. So you walk st- you're walking across the ballroom. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Does anybody seem to be following us? Nope. No one seems to be. Uh, roll perception. Fifteen. Yeah. Five. Um... 
a few people are watching you dance because you don't quite look like you fit in. <laughs> but no, no, nobody is, sticks out as really drawing attention to Titus. He's he's just kind of focusing and like, I don't want to screw this up. I don't want to screw this up. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, after a little bit, you move across the dance floor to where uh, Sir Edmund was or, or was standing to do his toast, and you see the door on the far end that you could that where Earl you think you saw him walk out. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, uh, uh, carefully, carefully trying to go through the door and being ready for an attack. All right. So as you uh, step through that door. Uh, you come out into the hallway and you see people all along the hallway kind of coming in and out of the various rooms you see a large uh, you see a, a, a larger hallway that appears to be the main entrance to the mansion that leads out to the big ornate doors there are people coming in and out of the side rooms people walking down the hallway go ahead and uh, roll a sir roll a survival check Dirty 20. Ooh. Okay. It's my highest roll of the night, other than my nat 20s that were gifted. It, it's great. Um, so you're kind of looking about, Pearl, what'd you get? I got a seven. Okay. Uh, Maze, did you roll a survival as well to try and track... Think that wasn't a very good roll. <laughs> I can't hear you. What was it? It was an eight. Okay, so Pearl and Maze are, are looking about Titus. You look, and at the far end of the hallway to the left, uh, coming around a corner, you catch a profile of uh, Sir Edmund as he rounds the corner. Okay, so I tell them. Let's go. He's that way. We follow. We follow uh, Titus since he knows where he's going. All right. That would put you guys right about here. Far end. Did you? Uh, oh, far end. Okay. sake of brevity you move to the far end and around the and coming up to the far end and uh, titus as you round that corner you see uh three sets of you see three sets of doors as you round the corner two on the sides and one double door that leads out onto another one of the uh entrances that very similar to the one you came into okay Do we see any signs of him or like if, if any of the doors are ajar or anything like that to know which way to go? The door, the, the doors are, uh, the door to the right as, or the left as you're coming down that hallway is open. 
right. Uh, the door to the left is you're looking in. Is another parlor. Um, or this one looks like it's a, a, a saloon of some type. Your room contains ch several uh, chairs and sofas where guests can sit uh, beside by low white marble tables. The walls are decorated with murals depicting a desert theme. Uh, the stone floor is covered with a thin layer of sand. I'm I'm sorry, I can't hear. I, I said it, it's even desert themed with the floor. Yeah, the floor is covered in a thin layer of sand. The walls are decorated to look like it's you're out in the desert, like this is a, an oasis in the desert. You see people sitting on some of the chairs, just kind of chatting. A couple of people are standing, uh, having conversation. Our fantasy rooms, cool. And you see at the opposite end, there's another door that's like quite in line and that door is uh, that door is open as well which way do we go through the parlors you said that's the the doors continue to be open yeah uh, is the downward one is it open as well uh no that one is not open can i open it real quick and just check to see if i see him still down there sure Um, you open that as you, as you open that door and look in, all right, uh, this door is this, this is the door you were talking about, right? South one, yeah. Yep. Uh, the South one double door leads outside. The one on the on the on the on the east on the west wall there, as yeah. you open that and look inside, uh, this room is crammed full of furniture that has been removed from the other rooms, of the, uh, for the party. There are several kind of narrow paths, uh, in the room to kind of navigate around. This is a storeroom of some type. Um, Go ahead and uh, roll an investigation. Seventeen. Okay. As you uh, as you're looking about, you know, so you notice uh, uh, something catch your eye, and as you look closer, you see a foot. A shoe, a fairly uh, well-dressed uh, individual, and you see there is a a male figure, dead, kind of partially covered by some of the furniture. Um, I'm moving carefully with uh, my quarterstaff drawn, uh, ready to an action, just in case someone jumps out, you know, to, to swing back, um, but go over to it and see if it's uh, matches any of our desk before but obviously it's a male so that's that's different i think right because they're all the other ones are female do do you relay this to us yeah okay so i will walk in behind her with uh, my hands on the uh on my silver dagger okay and this time i'm not getting all the way close to it and 
like I'm, I'm staying a few feet away um, and, and looking at it. If it's a dead body, I'm whacking it really hard on the head. You're going to whack the dead body on the head? Yes, I sure am. I've had two dead bodies attack me. I'm whacking it on the head. I get it. I get it. Poking it with a stick. Not as bad as someone who like throws an attack when you haven't put your armor on, but I get it. This is going to be my new calling card. I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> I'm double tapping it, just like in that one movie. All right. Uh, so you <laughs> you whack whack, and uh, you hear you hear that that sound of bone cracking on the skull, and the body doesn't react. Um, Good. A- actually, the you actually get a little bit of a little bit of blood that uh, more blood that kind of kind of oozes out. That's okay. I'd rather that than it attack me. Okay. Um, I'll ones? I'll walk over, have my sil- silver dagger out again, just mm-hmm. in case. Uh, but I'll put on my spectacles. And take a closer look at the uh, the body and, and see if uh, I recognize him or if he's carrying anything that is uh, of interest to us. Go ahead and uh, roll your investigation. And of course, Pearl's going to mimic, her, mimic him again. <laughs> it's a little tight, but yeah. So go ahead and roll an investigation for you as well. I didn't say I was giving him personal space for this. <laughs> uh, 16. Fair. 16 for me. 16? Yeah. Just like right there over his shoulder with my head like almost resting on his shoulder looking with him um it figures dressed in formal wear very similar to what you see a lot of the men wearing here in the party and you can tell from the blood that is kind of trickling out of the wound that pearl just delivered that the body is barely fresh like maybe less than an hour old i should probably go before we get blamed for this and now my staff has its blood on it and that's where we're going to end for tonight and pick up with our finale next week (laughs) can i say say that i wipe my cordyceps off with titus Certainly can, as you hear. And, and Maze, did you come into the room as well, no, or are you staying was, in the hallway? I was picturing Maze like in the doorway with her hands on her hips, waiting <laughs> on the two magoos to check out the body. Two magoos. <laughs> uh, give me a strength check, real quick. Me? Yep. Oh no. Okay. Oh. That ain't good. Oh gosh, Nat 20. <laughs> cool. Uh, you you turn at the moment as you see someone try uh, positioning themselves to push you into the door, into the doorway, into the room. Oh, and that's where no. the curtain will drop for this session. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I had a feeling about that storage room. I was like, this feels like a trap. It feels like a trap. Yep, somebody get that gif ready. Get that meme ready. It's a trap. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. 
There we go. Now we're set up for our finale. Yes. You're trying to find Sir Edmund in a party and realizing that you're not the only ones hunting in this party. I already knew we were being hunted. What are you talking about? <laughs> I knew it too. Yeah. I mean, we were like kind of, I sure did hear. I knew they knew we were coming. I mean, come on. But again, there's more going on than you realize. So, hey. Well, I have a feeling. That now you have an idea. There's a lot more going on. But now you're trying to find somebody and you've just been found and, you know, chaos ensues. So, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for hanging out and watching us tonight. Thank you to my cast for spending yet another Saturday night to play some D&D. Not that there are worse things to spend a Saturday night doing. <laughs> want to thank everyone for all of the bits, the, all the cheers, all the channel points, uh, all the all the things that everyone's done tonight uh big shout out and a thank you to the moderators for helping keep the chaos somewhat somewhat uh contained so you guys are awesome and amazing and i really really appreciate you i just like i really really appreciate the cast uh be sure to tune in next week for our season finale for challenge accepted it should be a nail biter to see kind of how this goes everything everything has definitely come to a head um join tomorrow morning 10 a.m eastern uh for sunday with scoob uh i'm probably i'm gonna pull out a mini to paint i've got a couple to pick from so uh, we'll, we'll do that for the first half and if we have time when we're done we may dive into a game i don't think i'll play cyberpunk on stream just because it's definitely very adult themed and i try to be more family friendly with this and there aren't enough uh settings to turn off for it to be a family-friendly game, so I'm not going to try because <laughs> uh, it's pretty intense. Um, so we may play a game. We play, may play something else instead. Not really sure. Um, but a uh, shout out for Sirenscape for all the background music and soundboards. Shout out to uh, Stream Beats for the uh, Lo-Fi Christmas that we've been listening to in the party. It's at the party. And uh, uh, it's anything, any thoughts from you guys on the session? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. The, my favorite moments were the crits that we had early on. I mean, the battles, it, you know, that, that really, I think, put us in a, a solid spot for where we're at now. Uh, of course, the flip side of that was the wild magic with the necrotic d10 of damage when we were going to try some new disguises uh but it was a lot of fun so it, yeah definitely definitely love and you guys you guys tempted the tricksters by talking about wild magic yeah that was my fault sorry maze what about you any thoughts on the session oh i loved it especially the intro of coming in with a crit hit and then getting laid down the very next turn oh, yeah. just down for the count love it lots of fun but yeah gotta love that so hope everyone in the chat had a good time watching and uh interacting with us um and uh we will see you all on our next stream have a great weekend and uh have a great week and a great holiday season and hopefully we will see you next saturday good night everybody <laughs>